Jewish people have received, achieved prominence in almost every area of human endeavor. And the one notable exception is, where do we not know many Jewish great accomplishments? Art. No, not, not, you had to think Jewish painters like Chagall and then who else? You've got to kind of think about it. Uh, and that's partially because we have a very ambivalent relationship with art. And today we'll uh, look at some of the nuances of that ambivalent relationship. It all starts with the POSIC at the end of Parashas Yitro. Lota asun iti, which is a strange phrase because there's, there's an etnachta there. That's the end of the phrase. You shall not make things with me. It doesn't say what. Just lota asun iti, you shall not make things with me. You shall not create things with me. And then it says, Don't make yourself gods of silver and gods of gold. But in the first part of the sentence, notice it doesn't say specifically gods. It just says, don't make with me. So our Gemara comes on to this because Rabbi Gamliel used to keep a diagrams of the sun and the moon and the stars so that he could question the witnesses. Where exactly did you see the moon? Did it look like this? Did it look like that? Was the sky like this or like that? And the Gemara says, how can he have pictures of the sun and the moon and the stars? You're not allowed to make these images. Um, there are certain things in the base Amikdash that we not replicate. The Gemara talks about that. You can't have a menorah of seven branches. Um, you, you, you can have six, you can have eight, but you, you can't make things exactly as they were in the Beis Amikdash. And, uh, and also the Torah, as far as f figures, as far as pictures are concerned, um, you can't have the, the four faces. Uh, what are the four faces? Rashi says in Masechta Avodah Zorah, because there's a parallel sugi in Avodah Zorah, on Daf Mem Gimel, and there Rashi says, Penei Shor Adam v'Ariyei v'Nesheh. Uh, you can't make uh, a single animal with these four faces of a human, an ox, a man, and an, and a uh, uh, an ox, a man, and a lion, and an eagle, uh, which is like the Chayot HaKodesh, which we see in, in Yechezkel. It's like part of the um, the, the, the Kisei HaKovet, the way Hashem's structured the, 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 uh, his throne around him, and we can't replicate that. Uh, so you can't put those four together. says So if you don't have all four together, if you only have a human form, can you therefore paint a face? Can you paint a portrait? Didn't we learn in Ebrisa that you can make any face but not the face of a human? I heard the, this from the answer of Abaye himself. Lota asun iti. This, the use of this word in our posuk of Lot Hasun Iti, it doesn't say imi or it doesn't say lefanai. To Agam Yonason translated as kadmohi, before me. So then it should say lefanai, but it doesn't, but it doesn't say lefanai. It says iti. Iti Lot Hasun Oti. That's an amazing idea that the Gemara says here in the name of Abaya, that Lot Hasun, don't make me, don't recreate me. Iti meaning with me, but, but like me, with me, one of me. Come, guys, come, clo come closer. Come closer. Ilan, here's a seat for you right here. Get, get closer. More chance of, of remembering, more chance of understanding. Um, so that, that's already the, the thing that we've got to focus on. What is that? The whole thing comes from Lota Asun Oti. 
Now the Rambam is, is, is very unusual in his wording. Look how the Rambam starts in Hilchus Avoid Asula sot tzurot lenoi. You can't paint paintings. Finished. Not because of Avodah Just He starts off, the, the Isur is painted. Where does he get that from? Where does he get it from in the Gemara? Where does he get it from in the Chumash? So possibly because of the point that I said in the, in the first part of the Pasuk, Lot Tasuniti, it says you can't make. It doesn't say, and, and, and we've said, learned that iti means oti. You can't replicate me. So what's that got to do with beauty? Says the Rambam, even if it's not idolatry, that means just decoration you can't make. So that people shouldn't think it's for Avodah So we see there's a close correlation between aesthetics and Avodah and idolatry. And it's not just because they used to use beautiful things for worship, it's because there is something spiritual about aesthetics. Beauty is not a physical thing. You, can't, you, don't, you don't use your physical senses to, to appreciate it. You can't taste it. You can't smell it. You can't touch it. So, so what is the appreciation of beauty? And it's not even an intellectual thing. The Greeks tried to make it into a geometrical structure, and, they, and their art is very cold and, and leaves you not, not relating. It looks very beautiful in terms of perfection, but you don't connect with it like you do with, with the Italian and French art. Um, and so they try to make it that, but, but it's not geometrical. It's not scientific. The fact is, it does something to your heart. It excites you. You feel something inspiring when you see a, an original work of art. It's a spiritual thing. So when the Rambam says, The Rambam is saying not only because people might think that maybe you did it for Avodis Kachovim. The Rambam, I believe, is saying because the boundary line between beauty and Avodis Kachovim is very small. That you would, you, when you look at a beautiful painting, you, oh, and you just take, that's, you're coming close to Avodis on that because it's an object. And you're getting all excited about an object that Hashem didn't create, that a human created. That's getting very close to Avodah Zorah. So that's why Asula sot surot lanoi. Then he adds, But this only applies to portraiture, to, to, the human, to the human image. You can make other beautiful things, but not the human image. But it's interesting how you would think he would start that way. Asula sot surot adam lanoi. But notice how the Rambam says it. He starts off with a general issue. So, so the, the source of it is making an object which can be awe-inspiring and something which, which one can make into, uh, into something which comes close to Avodah Zorah. And then the Rambam goes on, it's got to be a relief, it's got to be a whole, there are lots of conditions about what we're not allowed to do, but, but we see a, a, a histaigut, a kind of a withdrawal from the whole thing. The Torah is not all excited about art. Uh, and that's why the Rambam's wording is so, is so interesting. His opening phrase is, Asula sot surot lenoi. Then he says, well, that only applies to the human one. But there's something about what he's saying is a bit altogether. It's not, that's not where our focus is. Decorative arts, yes. We illustrate books and sifre Torah and all of that. But just making a painting is something Jews have not really excelled in. And then he goes on in the next slide. And so you can't make the sun and the moon and angels and stars and things like that. That's a continuation, but the foundation is his opening phrase of Asula Sot Surot Lanoi. There's a, a beautiful letter that, that I found that Harav Cook wrote to Betzalel Art School when they opened up. 
And they asked him, you know, I suppose to give it his blessing, or maybe they asked him to come and open it, put a mezuzah on, I don't know what it was. And he's obviously now he has to respond as to where, what the face is. It's a beautiful piece. Uh, you can go through it at your, at your leisure. But um, he says, chemdat hayofi the, uh, Generally, when it comes to artistic beauty, which becomes uh, manifest in physical forms, created by man, you're seeing in his wording already what the problems are. It's Ma'asayyadei Adam. That comes from the Halal. We're talking about Aveda Zorah. It's Mitgashem. Mityachesim anil olam biyachas tov v'chaviv. We love it. It's very, very nice. We don't have a problem with art. And really, the need to say that already shows we do have a problem with art. Isn't that so? He doesn't say we don't have a problem with, with Knedlach. We don't have a problem with art. Okay, so that means there is. It's not so simple. Avagam mugbal. But there are limits to how much we like art. Unbelievable. And then he goes into the idea of limitation and he says, We will never sell ourselves to any concept, to any ideology, until to the point where we become entangled in its nets. To the point where we don't establish boundaries as to how far it goes. No, no area of ideology do we just become so indulgent. Only Torah do we throw ourselves into. But everything else we want to know its limitations. And then he goes on. You just need a little, a little limitation. It doesn't have to be a big, huge thing. You've just got to know Adkan and not further. Just, this is how far, far it goes. And here he says the, the limitation over here. It's all There's one line we draw, which seems like a very small area that you're not allowed to indulge in. But in concept, in depth, it's very big. It says a lot in its concept. And it only limits art a little bit. You've got to know there's certain halachot. And as long as Betzalel keeps to the halachot, you've got my blessings, basically. And the halachot are around the statement of, of the Gemara here, that the, the Brisa, and the Gemara goes on to explain exactly under what conditions and how on the Rambam and the Shukhanur are called So here we see the Rambam bringing this idea of be careful with art, and Rav Kook kind of expressing that as well. Be careful with art. It has limitations. And as long as you understand its limitations, there's less risk of it becoming Avodah It's clear to me from the words of the Rambam and the way Rav Kook expresses himself in the letter, the concern here is that art becomes the Avodah And we see that happening in, in all sorts of areas. That's the concern. But in Turin Shulchan Aruch, it's a little different. The Tur brings the thing and, and says, You're not allowed to make all these things. The previous part of the, of the Tur is talking about angels and stars and moons and things. And the three faces, like the higher angels, not the heavenly bodies of the lower levels, like the sun and the moon and the stars and constellations. So he's putting man in with all these heavenly bodies. The, the Rambam seems to say the problem is art. So let's give limits to art. The limit is the human, the human form. 
and, and these, other, these other heavenly bodies. The Torah is learning there's a problem with heavenly bodies of which man is one. That's the problem. And then the, the preacher says, And the preacher actually says that. So what we, the problem here is you're making Hashem. By making a man, you're depicting God. That's how much we think of the human being. That when you paint the human being, you're painting Hashem. You're painting a dimension of Hashem, an expression of Hashem. When the Nevi'im see me, it's not that God has a human form, but when the Nevi'im see me, they see me in human form, because that's how they relate to me. So you can't use that. You, it's too close to representing the divine. That's what a human being is. You look at a photograph of a human being, or you look at a portrait of a human being, and how much more so you look at the face of a fellow human being, you're looking at a manifestation of the Rebbeinu himself. That's why we've got to be careful not to, with all these conditions, not to, uh, not to paint them. And the Shulchanor says, You can't create a picture of the, of the heavenly system. And so also not angels. And so that is key. That an Odom is also the same, fits into the same category. This is not because of aesthetics and art. This is because of painting something which is too close to Hashem Himself. That's what we think of human beings. And that's what we've got to think of ourselves. When we look in the mirror, what you're looking at is a piece of Hashem. When you're getting yourself dressed in the morning, you're dressing up a piece, how Hashem's going to manifest Himself in your part of your world. When you speak, you're speaking on behalf of Hashem. When you're seen, when you're acted, with the energy you bring into a place, you're bringing Hashem's energy into it. And you've got to question yourself all the time. Am I up to it? Is this good enough? Am I my best? Am I at my best? How do I get better? We do that in sports. How do I get better? We do that in business. How do I get better? We do that in every field. So why not in developing our divine character? How do I get better at manifesting the Rebbeinu Shalom in everything that, in everything that I do? And therefore, all of these you can't do, even if it's just for decoration. But there's an important Rabbeinu Yeruchim. Rabbeinu Yeruchim is so, is so important altogether. He was in the, fourth, in, in the 14th century in, in Provence, and then he went to Spain when the Jews had to leave Provence. He's had both of those areas. In Spain, um, he learned with Rabbeinu Avram Asmael. Rabbeinu Avram Asmael was a Talmud of the Rosh and the Rashbo. So we don't hear a lot about him. I don't, know, I don't think he wrote anything that we have. It's just we have him from his Talmidim. And Rabbeinu Yeruchim, who's very important in Halacha and in Kabbalah, is a Talmid of, of Rabavron ben Asmael. And Rabavron ben Asmael is a Talmid of the Rosh and the Rashbo. So you see how we keep on coming back to, the, to our tradition. And he says, Degoim bizman hazeh in our days, the goyim don't serve sun and moons and all this kind of thing, so you're allowed to have benefit from it. And even if you see a beautiful picture of a woman and her son in her bosom, so you know what that's about, or you see a, two pieces of wood crossing and a human being hanging on it, um, but maybe even that, because nowadays the goyim, even that they don't use for avoid azara. 
They, today they make it for, for beauty, not for, for worship. Mutarim kulam, and they're all mutar You can have pleasure from them. But you don't hang them up in your houses because people will say funny things about you. Not a good idea, not an idea to do that. If, it's, if they're in relief, you've got to be careful. So it's better to be machmir. But it's just interesting, this Rabbi Yeruchim is important that he allows some latitude in saying, Today, it's not really about Avodah Zorah. However, if you learn the Shulchan Aruch, that's all very well according to the Rambam, where the Rambam says the whole thing is about, is about uh, annoyance. But according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Ram and the, and the Tur, the issue is different. According to them, the issue is making a physical manifestation of, the divini- of Hashem. And, and the human face, the human form, is such a thing you're making a physical manifestation of Hashem, and that's why we that's why we we need to be careful about it. But the important thing, as far as the the matmon here is concerned, uh, the, the discovery of Rav Kook's letter to me is, is is very beautiful. The difference between the Rambam and the Tu Shuchanoruch, uh, and according to the Tu Shuchanoruch, just to understand, according to the Rambam, to understand how careful we have to be with art. That art is fine and it's lovely; we can enjoy it, but it has its limitations. It should never become a divinity, it should never become an Avodah Zorah. And according to the Turin Yorodeh, that we should know that if our, if our pictures are forbidden because they are pictures of Hashem, how much more is our real being a manifestation of Hashem's presence of the Shekhinah?